0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved.
1: Episode 61, air date September 14th, 2015. No
0: dealing, no waiting. So how can it be bad for even the
1: founder Talking about the area,
0: from 2001 to 2014, there is an increase of 96% in the area of planted GMO crop of cotton in India. So neither the farmers are full nor everybody is fool who is opting for GMO and going for a good price. How can they say that GMO is bad? Talking about the yield, for small farmers it is 39% increase and for large farmers it is 93% increase. Talking about the net income it is 186% increase for the small farmer and 300% increase for the large farmer. Talking about higher labour. Sir, I talk about the higher level in India, there is a 4% overall increase and 50%, 50 to 55% increase in the higher women labour. Uh, talking about the adoption, so the major factor in Haryana, Punjab, Andhra Pradesh, Maharashtra, over 95% farmers have adopted for GMO. And even talking about Rajasthan and Gujarat, greater than 85% have worked for GMO. So, talking about the prospects, India sustained through adversities, even sort of inflation. Why? Because of agriculture. But we see that due to modernization and industrialization, people are going from agriculture to industrialization. So there is a decrease. But we said 80% is the backbone of India. It has gone to 50 or 56%. So who will sustain the agriculture in India? So new technologies have to be implemented in India for sustaining the agriculture. Who will feed us stomachs? Okay, sir. So, uh, talking about the report, they said that uh, for 20 years the poultry in agriculture were fed with uh, normal crop and GM crop. There was no difference in the poultry. So, they said there is no single evidence they said that GMO is bad for the people. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. My name is Victor Kumar Singh and I am representing
2: my college, NIA. What if I say? That someone sitting far away from here is conspiring about all these people. Scared? Then you should be scared more. Because just because of the lack of awareness among you people, the big corporate school will make the puppet out of the next generation among you people. Don't brand me as a scaremonger. I'm not here to scare you all guys. I'm just making you aware about the negative impacts of GM technology on our generations and over 7 billion population of the world. I extend a very warm welcome to all the dignitaries here and all the intellectual people who are here to present their two cents on a very interesting yet very controversial topic, is in India good for GMO? I am Nikhil Singh and I am representing my team speaking against the motion of the India is a cradle for great civilizations since time immemorial. And agriculture has been practiced in India way long back. But with the advent of 21st century, like corporates have overtaken the Indian market. They consider themselves as the mashinghas of the developing countries, but what they do doing is completely ironic and opposite. People, day by day they are completely monopolizing the Indian market and starting our own brothers and sisters here in India. We have substance. Uh, Substantial observations of the UN and various reports of UN has been released criticising the effects of GM crops and GM technology in the developing <coughs> world. The most important is the World Bank financed iaa KHD report, which took four years and more than 400 scientists. To conclude that developing countries should not go for GM crops, rather they should opt for sm- uh, traditional farming for the welfare of their smallholder, small landholder farmers. It is clearly mentioned in that report that the introduction of GM technology will eventually jeopardise the full agriculture setup of that country. People, since time immemorial, we have practiced uh, uh, our farmers have practiced uh, after harvest saving seeds and reaping it again, ripping the harvest again from that same seeds. But after the introduction of GM technology, this ancient oil practice will be hit head-on. Talking in the context of India, let me hit the bullseye. Do we really need GM technology here? My answer is a big no. Why we should need GM technology? For the production of crops. We are already ha- having bumper harvest. We are no lacking in production. The only thing they are making is distribution and marketing of the food products. Let me take a case study. Take the example of GM cotton. We introduced the GM cotton in our markets. They offered quite reliefs to the farmers by giving the seeds in the concession rates. And later on, what they did? They withdrew the concessions. In the Vidarbha region of the Maharashtra state, the plight of the farmers is known to everyone. The report of the NCRB reports that more than 290,000 farmers committed suicide between 1996 to the period of 2011 and this is a staggering amount of number. Let me come to the essence of the topic. People, India is an agrarian economy. The land of India depends wholly on the monsoon. And the monsoon, as you know, is erratic and highly unpredictable in the nature. The Indian farmers don't have the uh, technology and the uh, advancement of the irrigation facilities completely rely on the mass and you know the concept of GM technology. It is completely written over the GM packets, seeds of the GM packets, that the complete optimization of the product will be harnessed only in the presence of adequate water facilities or irrigation facilities. Do you think it is quite in con- 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 coincidence with our Indian agriculture system? Decision is yours. I would like to comment one more thing. My heart bleeds when the GM cotton seeds was 20 to rupees 40 per kg in 2002 and after the introduction of GM cotton seeds in 2012 it skyrocketed to 1800 to 2000 rupees. The GM technology companies, begins the biggest of the buyer are same with us. Mahatma um, Gandhi so, promoted the ideas of the movement. In the 15th or uh, uh, in the 69th Independence Day, we hosted a flag made of non-GMO GM problems. At the last, I would like to conclude. There are very negative effects of the GM seeds on our society. But in the last, the man, the single, who is well known for the balance of the politics in the world, said, "If you control oil, you control nations. If you control the food, you control people. So it's up to you." I rest my case here only, and the decision is yours whether you go for the, this negative, every technology, but we
0: Hundreds of Thank
1: you. Thank <laughs> you. So we, have and we stay. Good morning, one and all. I'm Farrel from National Institute of Agriculture Marketing, and I'm for the motion. Is dreamer really bad? No, they're not. Neither for environment, not for health. For decades, people are re- relishing on new crops. A dreamer is simply an organism, like every other organism which produces thousands of proteins, but one of two, one or two of them are proteins that were chosen specifically by humans. Keeping in view, in this scenario, GMOs are having certain risks associated with this. But the following facts and data will prove that India is really in need of GMO. At present, India population is 1.27 million, uh, sorry, billions, and each year it is increasing at an alarming rate of 1.3%, and by 2030, India will have 1.5 billion amount to feed upon, more than China. While, on the other hand, as one of my friends said that this year there is a compound harvest, I want to focus on the point that this year, 2014 there was a sharp decline of 3% in food production in India. From 265 metric tons to 257 metric tons. And recent statistics report that in 2015 there will be a further decline of 12.36 metric tons in pumpkin production. So in order to feed the harvest, turmeric, the only thing that we can resort to is GM crops. Because it not only helps in increasing the quantity of harvest, but also reduces the risk of random occurrences of undesirable traits and is also a faster process. India's first GM crop, that is B.T. cotton, launched in 2002, was a huge success. It covers around 95% of India's cotton cultivation and around 8.7 million acres of land under cultivation in India is under cotton. In 2002, the production of uh, was 30 million bales of cotton. Right now, in 2014, it was 40 million bales from being a net importer India has become world's second-largest producer and exporter of cotton. Today, India stands at 4th position after uh, Argentina, Brazil, US in GM crop, crops accretion. Talking about safety, many activists of the view that GM crops are not safe. It's harmful to the immune system, it causes various diseases, various allergies, it changes the genomic sequence of the crops. But that's not the scenario here. Many organizations such as WHO, USDA, EPA have proved that these crops are safe to humans, as well as to the environment. Keeping in mind of the environment, GM crops doesn't use pesticides. There is restricted insecticides are not used at all, and there is no degradation of the soil. The soil is not affected at all, and the crops are released after many field trials. Like the scientists, they go for many field trials and they, then they release the crops. Like uh, the IARI is giving clients for mustard, releasing the mustard. The Parshwa Strait is also covering the, uh, the field of for new crops, gene crops. To conclude with, since 1966, 1996, the area under gene crops have risen from 1.7 million, hect- uh, million hectares to 181 million.5 million hectares. This is faster at the adoption of technology in India. Therefore, there is a need to extend GM technology to grow crops encourage public private partnerships so that the farmers are benefited from competition and faster commercialization. Thank you, have a great
2: day. And then the next four person, and then we'll do all the fours, and then we'll do the against, okay? So uh, what was the name of the last person who came? Did you get the name? Arun. Arun. Aru. Aru. Okay. Aru. So who's going to come first on the floor to take a question? And that should come from one of the teams. Say your name again and we'll know which team you are. So this is so the rebuttal is also scored on zero to
1: 10. only for GMO. Is there any other technology we can use to increase the production of our our cereals or other crops? Is only the GMO we are only focusing on the GMO? Is there any alternative also?
0: Okay, good question. So yeah, you have three minutes. Second revolution was happened in the nineteen sixty-four. There, there was a hybridization in the sil- crop and it for substantially increased the yield per, per increased yield of our farmers as well as now coming to the GMO, GMO by which now, Green Revolution was happened in the nineteen sixty four and it Leads to use ex- excessive use of fertilizer. That means uh, agri input that are causing the excessive deterioration in the soil as well as that leads to change our immunity as well as the people who are uh, supp- many people of our nation are suffering from the various diseases which are causing by the use of agri input. And now coming to the your point, uh, I don't have idea. Is there any other
2: Okay sir, I want to tell something. No, no, you've one question, one
1: question.
2: You don't get to, you just get to ask the question. Okay, you just get to ask the question. Okay, so you can send your second person out. Good morning, my name is Nikansi. So you raised a very valid point that GMO will increase the production. True, I agree with you. But what kind of bumper production you want at the cost of the health of the population of our country? Do you realize what kind of health budget our government keep? And why do you want to paralyze the immunity and health of the people of our country by injecting poison in the veins of the people of our country? Uh,
0: Thank you, Nikhil, for the question. It was very First of all, I would like to say I did not raise the point that we are going to increase the production. I said that, uh, the Food waste in India is from 45, 40 to 45%. If we can bring down the uh, food post-harvest losses from 45 to 40, 45% to 45%, that would be a good deal in sustaining the agriculture production. So, I think the uh, thing that you heard was a little advice. I'm
2: going to just stop one second. One thing we can do is, if the person finishes the question
0: within the three minutes, I am going to allow
2: refrigerators with the production? Then again, what, uh, on what basis you are backing the
0: GM technology that? Because the whole purpose of GM technology is the increase in production. Can okay. uh, you again. Uh, as one of, my, uh, uh, one of the members of the uh, uh, debate said that, we do not need an increased production, but we need that the good production that is there in the area to be supplied to the because there is a decrease in uh, there is a good decrease in post harvest losses, the production that is being done in the fields is not reaching to the farmers. So that is not a, the whole issue. is Not about increasing production, but providing the nutritional uh, food
2: to each and every consumer in India. Yes, yeah, sir. To uh, you know a very great point about reaching the nutritional aspects of the food to each and local corner of India, but sir. In a country with more than 50 percent of the population is living the below the line of poverty, and government has to give a huge subsidy for the food security bill. For the food security bill, where the rice is distributed at rupees one per kg and wheat at rupees two per kg. So, what do you think that fortified rice or the fortified food products are so cheap that they will reach the look and corner of the India poorest of the poor people of India? Uh, uh, can play at the fortified can be fortified that
0: they are You raise know the point about nutrition. I got uh, basically, first of our target is to feed the population of India, which can be done by reducing the post harvest losses. Secondly, if that target is achieved, then we have to aim for achieving the nutritional target of India. If both the targets are achieved, then I think, and will be the success of GM crops in India. You saw one minute you want to use it, or you can sit
2: down. It's up to you. Okay, I guess. the I guess the uh, we are making quite contradicting points, uh, and the sole uh, sole uh, purpose of the crush of your debate was curbing uh, the losses. Yeah. Uh, so I guess. Okay. I thought you. I think that there was some wrong interpretation on the other side. No, actually, you raised the points in that debate in your speech, like uh, there will be increasing production. So that's why I in the question. No, of the no, no, question. not in the question. That is a hypothesis that is not being made. No. Okay. okay, very good. Thank you.